Excuse me, miss. Uh, which street are we on? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. How come you don't know what street you're on? You don't know. June 3rd, 2018. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to TWIP. Well, watch it. We're blowing out now. We're having some technical difficulties today. Yeah, my laptop decided to pretend my... Our microphones don't exist, which is cool. It's neat how it's like, blue snowball doesn't exist and never will work. It's like, then how do you know it's a blue snowball? It's like it knows Literally. it's there, but it's like, no, not working. It but knows exactly what it is. We take the exact mic, plug it into your laptop, everything works fine. It's not the mics. No, it's definitely not. And they worked fine until I got the latest Windows update. So thanks, thanks a lot. Windows update. Yeah. Jerks. Total jerks. All right. They are not a sponsor. I can tell you that. Nor will they ever be. That's right. Even if they came crawling to us on their knees, <laughs> please let us sponsor you. Yeah. Like, no. Never. Okay. So now that that's established, let's move Got on. Got that out of the way. Yeah, we're good. The website is now officially clean and has been for several weeks. It's sparkly and shiny. That's right. We sprayed it with... Um, All that nasty stuff is gone. Purell and... I don't know. No. Antibacterial anti wipes. Yes. Yes. All the nasty stuff's gone. So, so all the pages are fine. Thank you for bearing with us. And sorry, um, we'll... If you notice it happens again sometime, please let us know as soon as you can. Yeah, there's literally no way to stop it. So. <laughs> well, we keep it all updated, you know, with the security right. patches and stuff. But sometimes, you know, the bots get through really fast anyway. So yeah. Got to watch out for that. So but anyway. click with abandon. Yes. Abandoned. Abandoned. Okay. We are, actually, as of the airing of this episode, we will have the rough cut of Active Radioactive Radio, episode two of the web series, done. Woo! Isn't that exciting? And then we, you know, trim it down to the director's cut and then the final cut, and then we'll have some information for you on when we might be releasing that. So, yes. And it just, it looks lovely. It's really good, You're going to like it. It's good. It's so good. It's okay. Good stuff. We've been posting little screen caps from it and stuff on uh, social media accounts, yep. so you might want to track that. And, you should and, definitely. Uh, on the Kickstarter page, we on the little, like, updates, we post them there, too, of what's going on with the show and stuff. Yep. So. Um, that other show we've been talking about for a while that we've been working on that's going to have four different scripts for it. Yep, secret show. One of them has been officially locked and is good to go. So that is definite progress. Yes. Very exciting. Three more. Three more to, to go. go. And then we should have, once that's all done, we should have much more of an idea of the production schedule for yes. it. But we got to get those locked in first. Mm -hmm. So that's up next. But progress. Yes. Okay, the release schedule on the website in the coming soon section has been updated through June of 2019. That's right, now you know it's going to happen in the future. Now that doesn't include TWIP, we don't ever put that on the release schedule, and um, it doesn't include new shows, like the one we just mentioned that we've been working on, and Active Radioactive Radio web series is not on there because we don't have dates for that yet, um, but so things will be added to it as we go along mm -hmm. through the year as new new stuff is ready to premiere or a new season of something you know like we were going to do another season of Henderson and Havner that's the plan but we don't know when yet exactly yeah, but that's this is gonna pretty duff so. yeah it's updated with what we know okay well and then speaking of, of stuff we don't know here's a weird thing after a very I would say it's a very long stretch 
where we didn't get pitched any new shows for Pendant from outside folks who haven't, say, already worked with us for a very long time or had other shows with us. Yeah. Uh, we got two in the span of a month. And and not only that, it's two that we're still talking to, which is really the more right. miraculous thing. Because they both lot... have a lot of promise. And so we're like, what is happening? Because like a lot of times people just like pitch a show and they're like, and now pay me. Well, that or, doesn't go well. here's all the stuff. Now you write it and direct it and make it for me. No. Yeah, no, we don't do we're not that gonna, We're not going to do that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, no information about those yet, but it's a really cool thing that happened. And uh, hopefully something will come of them in the future. And of course... If it does, you'll hear about it here first. That's right, because we will let you know. First, right here. Right here. First. That's it. That's all we have. Oh, okay. News-wise. That's, that's good. So, shall we move on? <clears throat> we should definitely move on. We're moving on. From London, England, we have Will Harrison Wallace on the line. Good day. Good, good evening. <laughs> good evening. How's it going? I am, I'm well. I'm. Uh, it's past my bedtime, but I'm well. <laughs> well, I'm I, very happy to talk to you. Thank, thank you so much. I know it's really late. Um, the time difference for us is um, significant enough that uh, yeah. um, hopefully you don't on, on the way. <laughs> if you do, it's well, it'll be my fault. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a cup of coffee here, and I'm, all the lights are on, and I'm <laughs> matchsticks in my eyeballs and stuff. So <laughs> that works, awesome. So um, let's jump right in. Um, yep. Before we get into any uh, particular show, how did you find your way to Pendant? Uh, Pendant found me, I guess, on on Twitter. <laughs> I'm trying to remember now mm -hmm. uh, who there, there was. There was a there was a casting call that was retweeted mm -hmm. by. Um, someone that I follow, or or, or a, uh, you know a, a, an organisation that I follow, mm -hmm. an audio. Uh, it was nothing to do with Pendant. I'm pretty sure of that. Anyway, they had retweeted your casting call, and if I, if the name comes to me, I'll I'll, I'll try and remember. But anyway, okay. um, and I saw the casting call and looked up Pendant, and uh, yeah, I, I applied. <laughs> so, was that, that the was casting call for King John, or was it for that something was, else? That was for King John. Okay. Very and good. that was the first. That was the first I I knew about Pendant. Okay. On this on this retweet, yeah. Okay. So uh, we we made our way to you. Excellent, excellent. So you um you auditioned for King John. Um, That's right. And did you audition for a particular role that you had in mind from the from the audition? I I no I I I auditioned. I saw the breakdowns. Had a mm -hmm. look at the characters. It's not a play I I knew well at all, but mm -hmm. I did a little bit of a sort of research and, and kind of looked at some of the things that I thought might might, might suit me and I, I think from memory I, I auditioned for three roles mm -hmm. pretty short it was three roles anyway I ended up with uh, the Dauphin um, and um, it was uh, it was said that they wanted they wanted him to uh, have a French a very obvious French accent so mm -hmm. I, I thought well that was a first so I give that a go and um, <laughs> I don't know put, managed to pull the wool over someone's eyes because <laughs> Anyway, so that's that's what I ended up doing, uh, well, which is a, a double first for me because I'd never done I'd never done a Shakespeare audio, and I'd never mm -hmm. done a French show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always put a twist on these things, right? Yeah, right. Um, I don't know if you've gone back and listened to any of the other um, Shakespeare shows that we've done, but we've done um, Comedy Verres done as a Western. 
Twelfth Night oh. was done as a 1920s jazz kind of thing, and uh, Romeo and Juliet was done as an 80s sitcom. Yeah, I could see that. That could work, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. I, I, I yeah. recommend, and all of you out there, Liz, if you have not heard, go ahead, listen, we'll wait. It's okay, we'll I wait. Saw, I did see Much Ado, I saw Much Ado done as a, uh, as a stage performance, but I saw that done as a, um, as a sitcom. Oh, as an cool. 80s sitcom, yeah. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, maybe kind of more 90s sitcom. Done, done kind of as a sort of Friends pastiche type thing. Oh, yeah. that would, yeah, that would work as yeah. a Friends episode, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the the promo for the act when Mercutio passes away is on a, on the next a very special, right? So, sure. You know, all those 80s tropes. I should cool. keep an ear out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you haven't done a whole lot with King John, you said. Um, was there something about this particular play that made you say, yeah, let me go ahead and audition for that, as opposed to, okay, so these guys do this, maybe I'll wait for something more familiar, or, you know, what was the... I think, uh, yeah, in fact, I mean, I think that the timing was good. Um, mm -hmm. I forget when it, it was probably... When was it now? When did you put the casting call out? Probably November? A few months before, yeah. It's November, months. maybe? Mm -hmm. It I could think, be. Yeah, I, I, um... I, I'm I'm keen to do more audio drama, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, so so that it hit my inbox at the right time. I was just kind of, you know, available and, and looking for something to do. Um, I'd never done a Shakespeare um, audio before. Mm -hmm. I'd never done a French accented character before. I'd never done King John or seen King John. So, so all of the things were kind of firsts for me, and I, you know. Right, uh, right moment. <laughs> so, Never uh, done anything like this before. Let's no, really, go for I, it. <laughs> I, I've done you know, plenty of audio and plenty of stage Shakespeare, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, over the years. But uh, yeah, this was uh, this was quite a, a unique <laughs> amalgam of all those bits and pieces. Excellent. So let me ask you, um, what what got you into Shakespeare? Oh goodness me, I did. What got me into Shakespeare? I asked you first. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let me think. The first Shakespeare I did was at school. Uh, was Midsummer Night's Dream. I would have been about twelve, I should think, something like that. Twelve. Mm -hmm. Then I did a bunch uh, in my teenage years. I did, mm -hmm. yeah, half a dozen plays at school, and, and you know, later things. And then, um, then there was a break, and then, then I joined up um, before I trained as an actor, mm -hmm. as a professional actor. I was doing some amateur fringe stuff and in London, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of uh, on the fringe, fringe, uh, off, 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 off West End. <laughs> uh, way, way. In fact, there's no even West End even doesn't even come into it. It's just off, off, off. <laughs> um, and we we were doing some um, uh, adapted or a bridge Shakespeare, shall I say? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just kind of got it in, got got back into it then. This is going back about, oh God, I don't know, 20 years, I should think. Mm -hmm. And I did, oh, Merchant of Venice and Julius Caesar and, and Midsummer Night's Dream again and a few. Then um, I trained, I went to drama school much, much later in life than, than most people and um, started doing it for real, as it were. And uh, the first professional job I got was um, Richard III, mm. which was a tour of the UK, uh, which is a lot of fun. And that, I suppose that kind of got me back into it. Yeah, yeah. And um, over the last six or seven years, I've done half a dozen Shakespeare plays. Okay. Um, but again, this was a first. I've never done never done a, a audio drama, um, Shakespeare audio drama. Now, was there something um, 
particular about Shakespeare when you were in, in school and you, you did that first play that made you say, yeah, this is Shakespeare, this is what I want to do, and I, I, um, you enjoy it? I've, I, think, I personally have always had a hard time with Shakespeare, but... You know. Yeah, I, I think, um, I, you know, I think my introduction was to some of probably two or three of the more accessible ones. I mean, you know, Romeo and Juliet, Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm -hmm. uh, I happened to go to a couple of schools, you know, that, that both both of which were, were kind of uh, quite heavy into, had a, had a heavy heavy emphasis on, on drama and, and particularly Shakespeare. So that kind of helped. I think it was just kind of there and accessible. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I kind of got into it. And I, and I sort of, a lot of people don't, but I, I, I don't know, I, I kind of um, enjoyed the language, enjoyed the meter, enjoyed speaking it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, I, I, I know many people who, who kind of done the whole canon and, and know most of the plays inside out, which I certainly don't claim to, but um, I'm familiar with, I guess, half of them pretty much now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there a particular play that you um, really like sinking your teeth into? Well, I have played Shylock uh, mm. three times. Um, I don't know how. I don't know why that's happened. It's just kind of, again, you know, the casting has appeared. I've, I've got you know, and it's just been it's been there. It, it Merchant is, mm -hmm. is one that's done. It is done quite a lot. I mean, you've, you've probably done every summer somewhere in, in you know near 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 me. Mm -hmm. um, but it just happened that I, I don't know how I got these particular three three. Um, productions, but I mean that role is 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 is, is a fantastic role. Um, what else? I don't know. Julius Caesar. There, there are. There are I mean, I I did a very good. Um, I was in a, a, a interesting production of Macbeth. Actually, that was done as a, a, a steampunk. Um, <laughs> funnily <laughs> enough, yeah. That's awesome. Was, that was a that was visually uh, stunningly. Uh, oh yeah. Stunningly realised. We had we had kind of. Uh, yeah, the, the the costume department on that was uh, they, she really went to town, but uh, that was a lot of fun. I played Duncan in in that uh, in that production, and that I mean Macbeth remains a, a favourite of mine. Um, I would say one day I would you know would like to step up and <laughs> if the chance uh, avails itself to me, Macbeth is a, is a favourite role of mine, which okay. I've never played. Um, so you said this is the first time you've done Shakespeare as an audio. Yeah. How do you approach doing this as an audio drama differently than being on stage? Well, it's it's in, in some respects it's it's a lot harder because you've got nothing to to bounce off. You know, you've got nothing to to you know. Um, I'm I'm rehearsing a play at the moment. You know, we're mm -hmm. in the three of us are in a room together and we're we're going over it. We're we're reading the scene and we're we're talking about it. You know, and mm -hmm. this is. This is harder, obviously. So, um, but on the flip side, because you know that that's not accessible, you you discount it all. You, you know, don't let it cloud your your mind. You just got to get on with it. Um, so, in some respects, it, <laughs> in a way, it's easier having having just I just negate exactly what I've just said. But um, <laughs> uh, you know, do you know what I mean? It, it's it's mm -hmm. you can't if you've got if you've got actors and director collaborating together and you're discussing the style of the piece that's all very helpful but you know we didn't we didn't have that in, in this case so um i just had to get on and get on and do with it i i familiarized myself with the um with the play with the arc of the of the character um and read the whole play obviously in some respects it's, it's a lot more truncated 
but then I, there are lots of things that you can just sort of not worry about. You know, you can just kind of get on with it and just make sure your, you know, your audio sounds um, sounds all right. So you know, I, I recorded I recorded them five or six times each. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, edited the, edited them down and, and uh, sent off a few takes that I you know I hoped would be uh, acceptable. <laughs> okay. Um, now with Shakespeare. Now you said you've done other audio drama. I'm going to ask you a little bit yeah. about that in a minute. Yeah, sure. Um, but I'm curious because with Shakespeare you really can't ad lib, right? You can't ad lib, no. no. Um, is that oh, something maybe, that maybe. you? Sorry, t- I was going to say, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but is that something that you tend to lean towards doing when you're doing audio drama? Um, not audio. Uh, depends. If it's audio drama with a, with a very specific script in front of you, you mm-hmm. know, and those are George Bernard Shaw's words, or those, you know, then I wouldn't I wouldn't have lived. But no, if it's animation um, and the character, you know, you're very much, very, very much creating this character. Yes, there is a script, but you can play a little bit loose with it. Then I have tended to do that, and and I've checked always with the with the producer and the director. You know, is that okay if you know we can? And they they're generally cool with it, but. I've just did a, uh, an audio drama for the uh, for the BBC, oh. uh, and that's you know it, it depends, but certainly this one I worked on, it's absolutely to the letter. Uh, you know that that's that's what you say. You know that's mm-hmm. the script. There's no ands or buts or ifs or you know you say you say what's what's there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I think it, it's both. It's both. Okay, so how did you get into audio drama? Okay. Um, so, I, like I mentioned a little while ago, I, I, I went to drama school. I don't know what, what this is. It's probably a little bit different over here to, to, to the States. I mean, here I, I went to a – I did something completely different with my, the rest of my life. But, I, but about seven <laughs> years ago – A lot of us have. Yeah. <laughs> about seven years ago, I went, to, uh, I went to drama school for a full year and studied there. Mm-hmm. And um, I, there was a part of the module for the year. There was a, a, a module on, on audio. Mm-hmm. Um, and radio, plain, you know, micro- microphone work, let's call it. Okay. And I, I had a, I felt I had a sort of aptitude for that, and I, I quite a bit of encouragement there. So, I thought, okay, once the course had finished, it was a course that was a year long. I mean, the most accessible things were stage work, and I didn't really know anything about audio. How do you get into audio work? It's, it, it, it seemed, I don't know, a, a real mystery. But um, there are, there are plenty of sites out there, uh, and one such site I applied. I think, it was, I think it was the first audio. Yeah, and I, it was a it was a radio drama, or I, mean, I say radio. It was an audio drama, um, and I applied and got that. And that was about five years ago, I guess, six years ago maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's just sort of snowballed from there. You know, you, you start to make contacts. I did a I did a stage play, and from there I was recommended to um, uh, someone who was who was putting together a. a, a, a an animation thing, so I got into I got into doing animated characters, which was a lot of fun. I then mm-hmm. did some work with BBC. You know, these things just snowball. They just right. I was you know, to be in the right place. I got a recommendation, so I've done a few dramas, audio dramas with the BBC, which is which has been uh, great fun. Um, and then video games as well, which is kind mm-hmm. of you know sort of you know uh, relation to this to this world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a similar kind of skill set, um, and I've done a, I've done a number of video games. So um, I guess <laughs> does that answer your question? I don't know if it does really. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask this: um, yeah. 
was it more of a matter of right place, right time, right circumstance, or was there something about doing audio versus being on stage that had some kind of appeal, some kind of draw for you? Wow, wow, wow. Look, I, I <laughs> we asked the I love, hidden questions. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's difficult to kind of you know really give you a succinct answer. Mm -hmm. I'm doing I'm doing a, um, a literally day one today. I, I started started rehearsal for a stage play. I am tremendously excited about that. Mm -hmm. Once the play's up and running, um, my day times will free up. I mean, because we're rehearsing for the next five weeks. But once the play's up and running, my day my day times free up, and hopefully I'll be able to get in get back to doing some audio work. Um, I really, really enjoy microphone work, but at the moment, you know, I don't want to give up one side um, for the other. So I think, you know, if something comes along and I'm available, then I will. I'll go for that. I've got. I've got a. a I have a voice agent as well as a, a you know, an acting agent, um, and you know, I find I get work through both of both of those avenues. Um, so I, I, I would not be drawn on which one I prefer by any means. Um, I, I, I love them both, and, and uh, I really hope I can continue. You know, there's going to come a time where I'll have to choose, I suppose. You know, there'll be a clash, and I'll have to choose, I suppose. But uh, that hasn't happened yet. So I guess to try and answer your question, yeah, it has been right place, right time. It's been um, really enjoying it and having a lot of encouragement along the way and, and at least being given the sense that uh, I was kind of doing the right thing, you know. I mean, I, even from drama school, I've, I've been kind of told that, yeah, you, you, you may have an aptitude for, for, uh, for voice work and, and microphone work. So that was encouraging. Very cool. All right. So what else can we find you in? Uh, what else can you find me in? How do, how do you mean? In, in What do you mean? Online or, or? Well, let's start with online because I think that is stuff. And we have people listening all over the world, of course. But yeah. so I think that's the stuff that's most accessible to everybody everywhere. And then, of course, okay. want to hear what you're doing on stage and stuff, so people who are listening uh, yeah. in London or visiting London, maybe, um, might see you. Okay. Well, let's just give a, a little brief um, roundup then. Uh, the next thing you'll hear me in, um, I've completed um, a uh, there's a there's a there's a series on BBC Radio Four which will be online. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, that'll be coming out, I would guess, in the next month or so. It's a series called The Corrupted. Um, it, um, <laughs> it's, about, it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, series. It started um, kind of in the 1950s, and it follows this. Um, it follows a, 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 um, a crime family, if you like, you know, an underworld crime family. Okay. Um, who it, it, and it very cleverly weaves um, this fictional fictionalized um, uh, uh, family, if you like, and real events that, that happened historically in, in, in the UK. Uh, and it follows the progress of, of the head of this family from his um, lowly kind of um, immigrant status um, up through the ranks to mix it with the, with the top echelons of, of, of British society. Mm -hmm. um, and I play a number of characters in that, but my favourite is a is a, a Colombian um, kind of narcos baddie, you know, uh, crime crime lord, <laughs> drug drug baron. Um, but uh, so it's it's called the Corrupted, and series four will be out, I guess, in about a month's time. Yeah, 
Um, we did series. I mean, you'll find them online now. Um, mm -hmm. As I said, it started like in the 1950s, and then the series two was in the 60s, series three was 70s. Then the, the one we've just done now is is all set in the 80s. There's eight. Uh, sorry, there's ten episodes for each oh, okay. series, um, and you follow it kind of 1980, 1981. Mm -hmm. Each roughly each episode is is a year. So it kind of historically, it's quite sort of interesting because you're getting real characters and real events. Okay. Um, mentioned, but interwoven with this kind of fictional um, group of people. Uh, so that, that'll, that'll be my next uh, thing that's online. Um, the how, last video game I did was... How long was, are those episodes? Oh, they are 45 minutes. Okay. Um, the last video game I did was something called Divinity, Original Sin 2, Divinity, yeah. <laughs> um, I play a number of characters in that. One of, one of the, I think the the, the main one I play is, uh, what's he called? Duma. He is the god of the dwarfs. Um, so he's quite a fun character. Um, but I play, oh, I don't know, about a dozen characters in that. Okay. Um, I completed, I finished on, I wrapped on a, um, a feature film uh, called Spin State, which, I don't know, that should, that's in post-production at the moment. Um, I guess that, I don't know, I have no idea when that, what release date is, but I guess that should, that should sort of, finish in, in the summer at some stage so hopefully we'll look for a release date um, sometime towards the end of the year so that's a feature film that's a feature yeah I mean I guess it'll be you know it'll it'll get the smallest of kind of releases here I guess and then it'll they'll look to kind of sell it on DVD or online or something okay uh, and I play an American um, I play a private eye uh, a rather sort of low life um, private eye which uh -huh. he was to play uh, he's called Ma he's called Miles Archer, and uh, some of your listeners may recognise that name. Miles Archer was um, Sam Spade's partner. Um, oh, okay. Well, they just they just kind of took that name because they liked it, you know, and, mm -hmm. and they decided to call this character Miles Archer, you know. So there's there's no uh, connection other than uh, it was a little homage to uh, to uh, Sam Spade uh, to, the, to the Maltese Falcon. All right, excellent. So now we do this thing um, we call bullet questions. These are like Question, answer, question, answer, question, answer, real quick. Like, first thing oh. that comes to mind, right? All right, ready? I'm scared. All right. <laughs> Favorite Muppet? Favorite Muppet. Um, the Swedish Chef. <laughs> Excellent. Favorite pizza topping? Say that again? Favorite pizza topping? Uh, pepperoni. Marvel movie? Marvel movie. That's going to be Guardians. It's the first one. Okay. Star Wars film? Uh, the Episode 4. And to give equal time, DC Hero? Mm, I'm not going on the films yet. Um, but uh, Batman. All right. Actually, the film, the film that would count for the film as well. Actually, no, Batman. <laughs> well, I know it's really late. Thank you so much for taking the time and, and working this into your schedule. That's okay. That's okay. That was fun. That was fun. That was uh, my pleasure. And, and before we break, is there um, can, people can follow you on social media? Yeah, um, Will H Wallace is is Twitter. That's that's the kind of only one I. I I really, I should get onto Instagram. I know, but um, but uh, yeah, Will H Wallace. Awesome, and people can find me on Twitter at jg underscore qa and on Facebook www.facebook.com slash j o r d a n dot g o t t l i b l i e b dot five zero three six. I do know how to spell my last name. I'm just tripping over my letters. Once again, well, thank you so much. That's quite all right, Jordan. Quite all right. And we're gonna yeah. kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Sure. Okay, no. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over.
Coming out Wednesday, June 6, Kingery, Season 9, Episode 9. Howdy, Hooks. Phoebe, didn't quite expect you to have company when you asked me to stop by. Next time on The Kingery. It's not gonna work. There's no way. You know, you were so optimistic the other day, I had thought maybe you were onto something. I'm starting to think you were right. Well, that was before we were cramped in a transport man for one, and before I remembered that this compound was practically leveled when someone dropped a Worthington on half of it. This is Allison! Allison, huh? Well, come on in, sweetheart. I don't bite. Looks like you might, though. I'm a friend of Cass. She was upset the last time she saw you, so I just thought I'd be here for more support. That's it. Didn't know Cassie had any friends as pretty as you. Are you trying to impress me, Socks? Because you don't have to. Me? Impress you? <laughs> I just thought you'd like, you know, more cultured side of me. This isn't cultured. This is awkward. You've been very standoffish tonight, and I get the distinct impression that you think you need to throw in new vocabulary. Only at PendantAudio.com. We have to get back to the kingery. They'll never see it coming. Coming out Wednesday, June 13th, King John, Act 3, Part 2, The Pendant Shakespeare. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Now by my life this day grows wondrous hot. Some airy devil hovers in the sky and pours down mischief. <laughs> Austria's head lie there while Philip breathes. <clears throat> I had a thing to say, but let it go. The sun is in the heaven, and the proud day attended with the pleasures of the world is all too wanton and too full of gods to give me audience. Misery's love, oh, come to me. Oh, fair affliction, peace. Royal's machinations continue in King John Act 3, Part 2, presented by the Wild Bill Variety Show. What can go ill when we have run so ill? Are we not beaten? Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at PendantAudio.com. Coming out Wednesday, June 27th, Seminar, Episode 81. Next, on an all-new seminar, to aid mankind is a noble calling. Tor is a hero. And I'll always be grateful. But can it go too far? Isn't this what you really wanted? And is it possible to give too much? The doomed Samaritan, so close but never quite on time to make the save. And is it wise to take too much? And against all odds, we saved you. Again and again. Trust me, this is what you asked for, isn't it? Explore these questions and more in stories written by Neil Kitson and Jer Cornegay in the next seminar, coming June 27, 2018, only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done. And that's it. That's your show. Ta-da! We're all done. We're done. So, 
be sure to stop by the now very nice and clean website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter feed at Pendant Web, the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com, uh, the Discord, stop by and say hello, chat with us, why don't you look up Pendant Productions there, and you can find Pendant Productions on YouTube, where you can watch that Active Radioactive Radio pilot again if you want to get prepared for the soon, somewhat soonish to be coming episode two. Watch the pilot yeah Just watch it some more and we will see you back here next month this is susan bridges and jeffrey bridges thanks for listening you know what this is really weird whenever we record i'm always on the right and you're on the left but now i'm on the left and you're on the right it's chaos and anarchy it's a bizarro world it means i'm in charge and i have to be the loud obnoxious one not a sponsor i can tell you that <laughs> nor will they ever be that's right even if they can crawl into us on their knees <laughs> please let us sponsor you yeah like, no never <laughs>